Hi there, this is Cheryl Thibault with the Walk of Life podcast, and I have my very special guest with me, Dr. B, which is Angelica Benavides, right? Exactly. Yes, and thank you. She uh, authored the book, um, Visionary Women Leaders, and her chapter is called Mission to Millions. She is an ultimate legacy builder, a world-class storyteller, a serial entrepreneur, publisher, visionary woman leader, networker, speaker, and educator. So welcome, Dr. V. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here and inviting me to your walk of life. Of course, we're excited to have you. So I just want to talk to you a bit about um, the book first, first off, and then I want to ask you about your chapter. So do you want to give us some history or the reason behind the book itself? Absolutely. I just feel um, it all started that, you know, you know, COVID hit and when COVID hit, it reminded me of the chaos that everybody experiences in life. And what I want to do and my focus in life is making sure that we lead, we leave, and we leave a legacy for generations to come so that our children's children always have some hope and inspiration on how to cope with life and never, never give up because we have a lot of suicide, a lot of um, depression happening, especially during this time where we've lost a lot of loved ones. So I, I've uh, reached and connected to, a, a, you know, a, a powerful, phenomenal women that have beautiful stories that inspire. So I wanted to make sure that they mark uh, the world with their story and their message. Well, I've been reading some of the chapters in the book, and they are phenomenal women, I have to say. Um, Thank you for bringing them forward because they are going to be guests on the show going forward as well. So thank you for that. And uh, tell me how you got the title, The Ultimate Legacy Builder. Well, my whole focus is uh, all the time I talk to people, I tell them that we need to leave a legacy. You know, it's all about legacy. And my last name is Benavides. It's really hard to, to say the name. So um, um, I'm... Forbes Riley's student and you know she has a class called the pitch <laughs> a mastery class and when I was pitching to her she's like you know what you're Dr. B you know so it's all about being and helping other people become who they want to become but at a global scale so right. uh, that's how it was born and um, and now it's all about scaling your business to a bigger level and really reaching millions of people, not just one or two. Yeah, that's how you refer to stepping into your greatness. I read that a lot in, in your chapter. Um, you talk about um, how fear can make you believe you can't, but then become the best story or even the best business. Can you elaborate on that for us? Yes, you know, uh, fear is one of the, um, biggest emotions that everybody in the world has. And it really um, limits people from reaching their ultimate success or, you know, being able to step into the 
the greater version of who they are. So one of the things that I always talk to people about, like just remove the F and then there's the word ear, right? And that word ear is like, listen, just listen to your heart's desire. Listen to what your soul is speaking to you to step into that bigger purpose so that you could really step into your greatness and become who you are. And then we, we move away from that fear that holds us back, but it gives us the courage to really step in and say, you know what, I'm going to do this no matter what, no matter if I fail, no matter if I fall on my face, no matter if people uh, criticize me, because that's what we're afraid of, no matter if people um, uh, reject me, I'm still going to step into my greatness and show up and share my message, right? And then those that really become, you know, they get in alignment or become in alignment with me, then that's the message for those individuals that are looking for the stories and messages that I have to tell. Perfect. And that's how you help them achieve their best. I would like to know what it's like to grow up in a house with 11 kids. (laughs) You know, it's kind of crazy. Even, even right now, like, you know, we started like with a little crazy day because we do come from, I come from a family of 11. So our whole time is learning to share, learning to, um, you have the oldest ones that already went through trials and errors, and then they want to tell you how to do your business and your life. And then it, you know, it it has its pros and its cons. Like I love being part of a family. Um, in fact, uh, my niece right now had to come back home and she's here with us. So it's a little chaotic here in the house, but even if it's chaotic, like I love the energy. I love family. I love sitting at the table and have, you know, sharing the stories that we're mm-hmm. talking about today, mm-hmm. sharing our stories, because I tell my kids, like, turn off that phone, turn off the TV. We need to tell stories because these stories are not going to die with me. They're not going to die with you. Like we have to tell our stories so that our children, children tell our legends, right? That's, that's what it's about. So I think that family is really, really important. It is important. And I always say family first, no matter what. It's, it's always family first, you know. And thank you for sharing that. Um, you wrote a little bit in your book about a little health challenge that you had. Do you feel comfortable talking about oh, that? Yes, absolutely. You know, um, back in, gosh, 2012, I think a lot of things started. I was doing Zumba and then from having Zumba, uh, my intestines twisted and I ended up in the hospital and almost died. And then from there, like a year later, I was diagnosed with cancer. And from there on for about, gosh, I feel it was six or seven years. It was like, I had so many health issues. I was in and out of the hospital. I was told that somebody with, um, I was diagnosed with two types of cancer. And they said that with one of them, people usually live about five years. And well, here I am. And then from there, from that experience of having several near-death experiences, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to live life, you know, (laughs) forget about the fear, forget about the obstacles. I mean, 
yes, you're going to have obstacles, but if you focus on that, you're going to be miserable, right? And if you can say, okay, I'm going to put you aside, obstacle, whatever it is, I'm going to put you aside, but I'm still living. I'm going to, I'm going to find the happiness within me because happiness does not exist out of our, our, our self, right? It's within us. So how can I be happy? How can I find happiness? Something that I will laugh and again, leaving your mark, having people remember you, like, how do you want to be remembered when you die? Mm -hmm. So that's always been my, my goal. It's like, okay, I'm going to leave marks anywhere I go and then have people remember me, not to know me, but to leave a message that will inspire them to keep going forward, no matter what happens in life. That's beautiful. And um, I read also that you had some financial challenges and a bit of a divorce in there. So that probably wasn't easy either. It wasn't, you know, everything hit me. Like my whole life just tumbled in front of me, you know, the, the, your health is your wealth. And because I decided, you know what, I don't want to work. I want to focus more on my life and healing. If, if that's a possibility, because you have to find possibilities that exist. You know, they said women with this type of cancer only live five, five years, but I said, there's other possibilities. So what are they? And I had to find them. And I, I stopped, you know, I just started working half, like maybe two and a half days out of the week. So I could really focus on me. And then, um, my husband, um, he had already been chatting and I already knew that uh, our relationship was ending. And then he ended up leaving, um, a little before I got the diagnosis and everything. So, but everything kind of happened within those seven years, you know, my finances, I lost two of their homes. I, I let go of some cars and, and, but I made the decision. Right. I made the decision of saying, okay, I'm going to focus on my health. I'm, I'm going to really figure out what's important for me now that will give me less stress. And I could really focus on, on loving me and loving those around me. And when I did that, I found a lot of peace of mind. And even if I was going through financial hardship, it was like, I'm not taking anything with me, you know? Yeah. So, so if, if I do take anything or I leave anything behind, it's my memories, right? And uh, I'm going to leave memories behind. So let me start working on that. And I started really focusing on my, uh, on my health and myself and my children. And I've always had businesses on the side. So I still continued. Uh, I have one uh, private group that's called the Master Manifestor Lab. And I really wanted to encourage people like you can manifest anything you desire. So I kept showing up there and doing little clips and, and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's so yeah. awesome. So therein lies the greatest achievement in life is living. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's awesome. And you also say celebrate small wins. And now we can see why it's so important to do that. Can you talk to us a little bit about the universal laws that you teach? Because that's fascinating. 
Yes, you know, there's there's universal laws. And when we become in alignment with the universal laws, you know, I always tell people if, if I throw this up in the air, the, that's the law of gravity, right? The law of gravity says that if I throw it up, anything I throw up, it's going to yeah. fall down. That's right. So if I know that law and I know that if I throw something, it's going to fall and it might hit me, it might hit somebody else, it might hurt someone or if I want to be creative, then I can create it in such a way, use that law to my benefit. So there is the law of attraction, right? So how do you attract what you want to attract? Uh, there's the law of grace, you know, be, finding things that you're grateful for, like every day, like, you know what? There's flowers, there's the sun. Oh God, it's, it's raining, whatever, like be grateful and those universal laws, when you begin to be in alignment and you know how to use it to your advantage, you become and you get in alignment with the universe and you begin to manifest. It's magical. I mean, I was even losing the home that I am in right now in that time when I had cancer. But because I was in alignment with intuition and in my whole being, it was like, move out, rent your house. So I moved out, rent the house, rented the house and being able to follow through intuition, like trusting God, letting go of things that sometimes we're so we're married to certain things in life. And we don't want to let go because we feel we need it. But I was, I was already put in a place that I was told that I would die. So it was like, I just have to let go of things like regardless, let go and then start learning the universal laws, right? The law of cause and effect. Okay. If I do this, there's going to be an effect. What would I like the effect to be? Right. So, you know, they're just easy. I, I could spend the whole time with you, but it's just like, go find a law that you could become in alignment with, or of course, join one of my courses and, and I go through these, these laws and how you can apply them in your life so that they really make sense and you're making better decisions, right? Perfect. Life. Yeah. And, and it's so important to be in alignment. I mean, you know that from your experiences as well. Now you are a publisher of Visionary Women Leaders, but I also see you have another book, Zero to Success. Yes, I have a book. That was like my first book I wrote. Uh, and it was during COVID. COVID opened up a door like I think it was like a portal, where it helped me connect with people all over the world, you know, and I started uh, just messaging people on Facebook. I mean, we were bored, we were in lockdown. Mm-hmm. And I started connecting with people. I'm like, hey, do you want to because I was like, I always wanted to write a book, right? But I never did it because I was always waiting for graduation, for my kids to be born. I was always waiting for something else. So this was the perfect time. I said, I'm in lockdown. I can start writing. And I started recruiting people. And it was, it made it easy or easier to write a book because everybody wrote a chapter. And these were Latinos from all over the world. And then from there, uh, of course, I have the Visionary Women Leader book that's coming up. Uh, Maria Davila, Rene Davila from a um, hundred most successful women around the world hired me as her publisher. So her second edition is coming up. Mm-hmm. And then uh, 
uh, Princess Dr. Desiree Richardson has the Women of Era that's coming up soon. So I have different people that are already hiring me uh, to be their publisher for collaborative book projects. And I love it. Like, I love it. And um, also people are hiring me to, to write their own uh, personal books. That's fabulous. Mm-hmm. COVID, you know, it was funny because it was such such a weird thing. We still don't even know what happened, <laughs> mostly. But so many people either grew or stagnated. And it just, to me, there was a huge separation. And you either, you know, catapulted forward because you're, you're at home. What can I do? What, can, what else is out there for me to take advantage of? How can I succeed in this mess? Or you sat at home and watched Netflix and played on your video games all day. So you were definitely the visionary there for sure. Yes. I mean, my business evolved and, and, and that's not the beauty, just that my business evolved and, and now it's grown, it's gone global, but the connections I've made, I mean, phenomenal women, men all over the world that I've met and I've connected with, I just came back from France and Belgium and uh, the Netherlands, and I'm, I'm going to be going to uh, Ireland uh, very soon in May. And then I have Australia, an invitation from Australia, from um, going back to London. So just people inviting me to go speak. And now I'm an international speaker. And um, it, it's amazing to, to make these connections where people listen to you and then they invite you to go so that other people can hear our message, right? So for those that are watching, like I encourage you to step into your author, um, that part of you that's ready to be born because people are waiting for your message. And this is the time, this is it. Yes, and you are more than welcome to come to Canada. It's a little cold right right now, but (laughs) we'd love love to have you in Canada. So Power Talk live stream, what is that about? You know, it was the same thing. I did have, a, it was called something different right now. I can't remember what it was. I had a, a Power, another uh, podcast, but during COVID, everything was going live stream. Everybody was connecting live, you know. So I created Power Talk live stream. And it was, again, to interview people like you and many other women and men around the world to be able to find out, okay, what are you doing? Getting those the tips and tricks on how to build the business during COVID, right? Great. So that people that were at home figuring out, like, I don't have a job. A lot of people lost their jobs, but I think it was an opportunity to recreate yourself and begin new businesses or new ways of doing business. Like you and I have a great story. I mean, I was already online because I have an online academy from K through 12. It's uh, called Unified Minds Academy. I started it back in, um, I think it was 2007. But when COVID kicked in, I I was already there in the online community for K through 12 kids. So it was easier to bring in more kids that were at home. And the same thing with you, you already had an online academy. So yeah. it was expansion, right? Yeah. That occurred for us. Yeah. But for a lot of people, even for me and, and the other businesses, it was exploring 
how do I do business now? Yeah, yeah. And creative thinking. Exactly. You know, you were a woman ahead of your time because you were in the, on the front line there. So uh, one more, um, what's the Face for Women of Hearts Award? Well, uh, Princess uh, Dr. Richard, Desiree Richardson uh, has the Women of Hearts Award. So she invited me to be one of her judges and she actually gives crowns, like she recognizes women around the world and they represent the women of heart. So it's more like a philanthropy work, like somebody that's doing uh, community work, uh, charity work around the world. So they have to go through this. Um, I think it's, she's starting again during this time. So people can go and get nominated and enter. Uh, I'll be one of her judges again. So she has several judges, it's not just me. And the criteria is really critical in it and it's very detailed. So it's hard to select a, a, a one of the women that apply, but there's so many things that we're looking at. And then this time around, um, it was Clarissa that was selected for this year and Romero, is it Clarissa Romero, I think. Um, so she was the woman of heart. So uh, I was also part, I'm part of her uh, board of uh, directors. So she'll ask me for advice, like what should I do or how should I do this? And I give her advice uh, because I do, I am a business strategist. That's so cool. Well, your hands in many pies. Someone always told me I had nine irons in the fire, but you may have me beat. <laughs> and you know what? There's, there's something that people... A lot of times people will tell me, like, they ask me, like, what do you do? And I'm like, okay, what business do I tell them, right? So yeah. I kind of analyze them to tell them the, the, the business that they can relate to. Because before I used to tell them all the businesses, and then people tell you, I'm like, you can't do all these businesses. Oh, yes, you can, right? Once you begin one business and it's, it's your foundation is strong, like you can have multiple streams of income and you can have a lot of businesses and, and, and then you hire the people to help you run it. Uh, but a lot of people that don't know what they don't know, they criticize and they want to put you down. Like, like you don't know what you're doing like that. Yeah, and yeah. they don't know, they don't know, but it's, it's fun. I love creating businesses. <laughs> That's fabulous. Well, it keeps you young and exciting and that's great. So um, do we're just going to close off. So is there anything that you feel that you want to share from your heart or anything you want to leave the listeners with, and then we'll tell them how they can find you. Absolutely. You know, there's a, there's a quote that I really love. I don't know if I wrote it in this book, but, um, and it's in Spanish. I'm going to say it first in Spanish. Perfect. It's from San Agustin. And he says, ama y haz lo que quieras. You know, he says, love and do as you wish. So find out what is it that you truly love. And then go do it. Go do what you love. And, and, and nothing, nothing can stop you. Because if you are, if you find your passion, your purpose, and what you love, you are in alignment. Like that is one of the laws, right? The law of, of synchronicity, being able to synchronize and being able to find everything. It's just going to come and align with you. And then 
it's not even a struggle anymore. That's beautiful. And I know you can't see it on my background, but um, <clears throat> the walk of life is people, purpose, or actually it's, it's, I've got it backwards. It's passion, purpose, and people. So you have to, you know, follow your passion, live with a purpose. And we're talking to people. So that's exactly what this podcast is about. So what you just said fit in perfectly. So thank you for that. So um, Dr. B, Angelica, again, thank you for coming on to our program. And I know we'll have more of you on you. We want to delve into so many of your branches <laughs> that you offer. <laughs> so that would be great. So thank you so much again. And we well, appreciate you. your time. Thank you for inviting me. Make sure that you go and get the book. Oh, yes. I have you the book. You will connect. Yeah. I have the book. There you go. Like Thank everybody, you. go and get the book. It's just not, you're going to connect with phenomenal women around the world. And the most powerful thing is not only their story and their message, but you can actually connect with them and find them and then bring them on your podcast, bring them on your uh, platform. Yeah. Because together we can grow and we can support each other. Yeah. And can you tell us how to find you? Yes, yes, I am all over social media. I mean, everywhere. I even started on TikTok. Uh, so you can find me on social media. And then, of course, um, it would be Dr. B, right? Dr. B. Um, how you can find me or Angelica Benavides. It's pretty, pretty hard. But uh, if you keep it simple, it's Dr. B. It's easy. And we want to make it clear it's not a B as in a bumblebee. We want it no, it's just the capital letter B. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Dr. B. <laughs> well, again, thank you for that. And also too, when they go onto our podcast, we're gonna have everything listed so they can find you through there too. So again, thank you so much for, for your time. And we'll have you back. Thank you. Okay, signing off from the walk of life. <laughs> Bye now. 